Section one of Birds, Volume two, number two, August eighteen ninety seven. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in July two thousand twenty. Bird Song. We made several early morning excursions into the woods and fields during the month of June and were abundantly rewarded in many ways by beholding the gracious awakening of nature in her various forms kissed into renewed activity by the radiance of morn by the sweet-smelling air filled with the perfume of a multitude of opening flowers which had drunk again the dew of heaven by the sight of flitting clouds across the bluest of skies patching the green earth with moving shadows and sweetest of all by the twittering calling musical sounds of love and joy which came to the ear from the throats of the feathered throng how pleasant to lie prone on one's back on the cool grass and gaze upward through the shady green canopy of boughs watching the pretty manoeuvres the joyous greetings the lively anxieties the graceful movements and even the sorrowful happenings of the bird-life above us listen to the variety of their tones as manifest as the difference of form and colour what more interesting than to observe their habits and discover their cosy nests with their beautiful eggs in the green foliage strange that so many persons think only of making a collection of them robbing the nests with heartless indifference to the suffering of the parents to say nothing of the invasion which they make of the undoubted rights the birds have from nature to protection and perpetuation strictly speaking there are few birds to which the word singing can properly be applied the majority of them not having more than two or three notes and they with little suggestion of music in them chanticleer crows his spouse cackles or clucks as may be suitable to the occasion to what ear are these noises musical they are rather language and in fact the varying notes of every species of birds have a significance which can alone be interpreted by its peculiar habits if careful note be made of the immediate conduct of the male or female bird as the case may be after each call or sound the meaning of it becomes plain a hen whose chicks are scattered in search of food upon seeing a hawk utters a note of warning which we have all heard and the young scamper to her for protection beneath her wings when she has laid an egg cut 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 ot cut announces it from the nest in the barn when the chicks are hatched her cluck 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 calls them from the nest in the wild word and her chick 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 uttered quickly selects for them the dainty which she has found or teaches them what is proper for their diet a good listener will detect enough intonations in her voice to constitute a considerable vocabulary which if imitated with exactness will deceive mistress pollard herself to carry the idea further we will take the notes of some of the birds depicted in this number of birds the osprey or fish-hawk has been carefully observed and his only discovered note is a high rapidly repeated whistle very plaintive doubtless this noise is agreeable and intelligible to his mate but cannot be called a song and has no significance to the listener 
the vulture utters a low hissing sound when disturbed this is its only note not so was the bald eagle whose scream emulates the rage of the tempest and implies courage the quality which associates him with patriotism and freedom in the notes of the partridge there is a meaning recognizable by every one after the nesting season when the birds are in bevies their notes are changed to what sportsmen term scatter calls not long after a bevy has been flushed and perhaps widely scattered the members of the disunited family may be heard signalling to one another in sweet minor calls of two and three notes and in excitement they utter low twittering tones of the sora rails mr chapman says knowing their calls you have only to pass a may or june evening near a marsh to learn whether they inhabit it if there they will greet you late in the afternoon with a clear whistled curwee which soon comes from dozens of invisible birds about you and long after night has fallen it continues like a springtime chorus of piping hylas now and again it is interrupted by a high-voiced rolling whinny which like a call of alarm is taken up and repeated by different birds all over the marsh poor red-breasted merganser he has only one note a croak perhaps it was of him that bryant was thinking when he wrote the stanzas to a waterfowl the sentiment of feeling awakened by any of the aquatic fowls is pre-eminently one of loneliness says john burroughs the wood duck see july birds which you approach starts from the pond or the marsh the loon neighing down out of the april sky the wild goose the curlew the stork the bittern the sandpiper etc awaken quite a different train of emotions from those awakened by the land birds they all have clinging to them some reminiscence and suggestion of the sea their cries echo its wildness and desolation their wings are the shape of its billows but the evening grosbeak the kentucky warbler the skylark land birds all are singers they have music in their throats and in their souls though of varying quality the grosbeak's note is described by different observers as a shrill cheepy tea and a frog-like peep while one writer remarks that the males have a single metallic cry like the note of a trumpet and the females a loud chattering like the large cherry birds the kentucky warbler's song is entirely unlike that of any other warbler and is a loud clearly whistled performance of five six or seven notes turtle 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 resembling in tone some of the calls of the carolina wren he is so persistent in his singing however that the red-breasted merganser's simple croak would sometimes be preferable to it but the skylark all the earth and air with thy voice is loud as when night is bare from one lonely cloud the moon rains out her beams and heaven is overflowed cc marble end of section one